Always on a Tuesday, and Richie, I'm in beautiful Marie this morning, mate. Uh, lovely part of New yeah. South Wales, and they do a good job down here, Ken and the team. Yeah, they certainly do. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, everybody. It's always beautiful down Marie your way. You get down there, out to the heads. It's only, I think, only about what twenty minutes, twenty minutes down there past Batemans Bay. It's a beautiful, beautiful part of the world. Certainly is, mate. And it's going to be very interesting to see how this particular race day unfolds, especially this SERA uh, country champ final for this region, because we're going to see a strong team from Danny Williams, some very nice horses from um, Canberra coming across too, Matt Kelly's horse and Keith Dryden's got a couple of noms in there too, and obviously the local, Nat Jarvis um, with Rogue Loon, so uh, I guess the big the big standout in the noms at the moment from what I can see is Bandy's boy, who's right there on the second line of betting for the uh, the final. Yeah, well, he's been a good story, hasn't he, Benny Boy? And uh, uh, a sad story in the same regard with his with his owner passing away. But uh, he's certainly going to be right in the mix. It's going to be... A, look, every qualifier's been outstanding. And Benny's Boy was... Uh, well, he, he won that... Uh, he beat uh, the Horse of Hawks. And he beat Fire back in January. And his run the other day was super behind Shadows of Love. So he certainly... Uh, top of the trees, only eight or nine starts he's had. He's had the... Their injury, so look, he's he's obviously a great chance, Dave. But the chances don't finish there. I tell you what, it's going to be a hot race. It certainly is, mate. Speaking of hot races, what did you make of the weekend and, and what we saw? Obviously, a couple of nice performances. It was hard to get Celestia Legend out of your head, though, because Jeezy was uh, he was brilliant. Oh, he was brilliant. Uh, I thought he was terrific. He's got that uh, that turner that turner speed that you need to win good races, and uh, yeah, for me the highlight the highlight on Saturday for me was the bloke that rode it uh, in in Karen McAvoy. I just you know probably six twelve months ago, twelve months ago, you're half thinking is is Karen coming to the end of it. And I, I remember I made a little remark at the Friday nights at the season before, and he kind of gave me a half dirty look. But geez, I tell you what, he is riding in just outstanding form, Karen. He's his rides on Wee War, Celestial Legend, um, and the week before, he, he's just in great form. Celestial Legend was great. I thought NCAP was outstanding without much luck. And Tom Kitten, two runs, getting to a mile. It'll be Terry Wright. And then they take on Militarised. So it's going to be a great race to Real McGuinness. Certainly will. Do you think the market's correct? Do you think that, uh, obviously, we, I asked the boys this yesterday on Punters Postmortem, so we've currently got Militarizer, what, a 250 favourite, and um, I think you'll find Celestial Legend yesterday, there was a big gap between them in the market. They, they weren't as close as what uh, some of the putters that were calling up thought it was going to be. In fact, I can tell you exactly what it is. 250 well, Militarise. I, know what it is. I, I sent my column in about 15 minutes ago, <laughs> and one of my items in that is that, so... Uh, you can read RaceNet and get my thoughts in relation to it. I like it. Items, you know what I love too? is about militarising Celestial Legend and the Real McGuinness. Well, you know what I love too? And it just I'm must starting be... to think you've got a, you've got a spy in my joint. Well, because... I was going to say, I have no idea what's in your column. And when we come on to these chats, there's no points of topic. We just have a yarn, which is what I love. And we just seem to keep hitting the target. So this is good. So we'll keep an eye on the column later for that. Uh, your thoughts on the on the Real McGuinness and those two horses. What about from a two-year-old perspective? Um, what did you um, make of Espionage? Espionage. I thought Espionage was outstanding. Uh, straight Charge was good. If you said to me, who do you think will finish in front when they race next time? I'd say Espionage. 
Um, but look, I thought they were both terrific. Um, they'll meet with Switzerland in you know 13, 12 days' time, which will be incredible. Um, so that'll be uh, a hot race Saturday, uh, Saturday in two weeks' time. But obviously they got, uh, and that, that'll probably find out where Switzerland fits into the equation. At the moment, we know that he's top draw. We know he's pretty handy. But he's now got to take on what we are seeing or what we are thinking a second and third charge from the Gay Waterhouse stable and Adrian Bott stable. So it'll be interesting to see. But Storm Boy, he's had a lot of grand finals. He's now got to, we've got to come back Saturday and then he's got to turn up on, on Slipper Day. So we, got, we get to see the big boy this Saturday, which is, um, you know, some races are like, I, you know, we bet for the sake of betting. That's what we've got to do. Uh, I, I'd love to see my kids each day, but you told me I can't bet. I can't give another reason not to get out of bed. Um, but you know what? I saw a dollar. I saw a dollar thirty-five in the tab yesterday on straight uh, on Stormboy. I tell you what, it took all my energy not to take it. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you what, uh, and we spoke about this yesterday. If Stormboy was to to get rolled, which look is probably not going to happen, but if it was to get rolled, do you think the uh, the market would change at all for the slipper in terms of? Oh. Do you think there'd be too oh. much change or no? Do you think just oh. you know... there'd be a massive change? Yeah, there'd be a massive change because the only the only thing that is stopping uh, Stormboy at the moment is that as he had enough grand finals, he's a two year old, but. You know, he, he's just awesome at the moment. He's the big dog in town. It's not a big field on the weekend. There's going to be, what, eight or nine runners, I'd imagine, somewhere around that that regard, or seven, eight, nine runners. He, he, he should just beat them no matter where he sits on the weekend. So if he's, if he's a deserving goal, it's to the favourite. And he, he will beat them. But the difference is, if he gets beat on the weekend, no doubt... Um, no matter how big a run it is, if he gets beat, the market changes hugely. Uh, we're chatting with Richard Callender this morning. His uh, column will be out later on racenet.com.au. Uh, I saw an article on Racenet from Ray Thomas uh, yesterday in relation to Joey Pride really wanting them to bring Imperatres. Do you think they will come? Well, we, we, we interviewed Joey Friday night at Canterbury um, after the, uh, I think it was the second race. I got Joey to come down for 10 minutes. We went through... Will they come in Perrottes? Um, if they're going to come to Sydney, this is the time to come. You're meeting, you're meeting. Think about it. Off a couple of nice soft trials. Trial yesterday just had to get a little shake up. He looked good. It's if Imperatus is going to come to Sydney, if she doesn't come to the Canterbury Stakes, we won't see her in Sydney ever. Yeah. Okay. And you think that um, you think that this is this is the moment. If it's not now, it's never. If it's not now, if it's not the Canterbury Stakes, 1,300 metres, she's had the run back. She's meeting, think about it first up. If she's not going to be here on the week, uh, in the Canterbury Stakes, I don't think she'll come um, for the TJ because it's only going to get tougher from there on in. She she sits on the, the top of the sprinting tree in Melbourne. She's awesome. We know that she's a, a star. Um, she beat Private Eye, who had you ridden. Totally upside down last time out. I, I I did hear someone, a few people say that I thought Imperatriz's run was better because she's better in fast run races. Well, she's a shorter course sprinter, better over with a sit and sprint. I thought the 
Lightning first up played into her, hand, her hands. I thought Private Eye was just awesome. Absolutely awesome. And it could lead. Espiona was great. But, you know, look, I'd love to see her in Sydney. Why wouldn't you? She's the, she sits at the top of the tree and she might well just beat them. But as I said, if she doesn't come for the Canterbury Stakes, I doubt we will see her. Uh, now, a lot of people, and I want to ask you this because of obviously uh, your role with the New South Wales. They make a lot of appearances, don't they? A lot of people. Trainers Association. The reason why I say that is because I've been down on the ground uh, travelling New South Wales and uh, with the Country Championships Tour and chatting to a lot of people in the industry, as you do with your role. A lot of people are asking me about what's happening in Sydney Town because obviously they read the news and we see uh, the chat about Rose Hill not um, diminished last week, but obviously just, you know, from the Premier uh, saying that, you know, it's not a done deal and just, you know, things need to be looked at and reassessed and we see some meetings at the ATC we're going to host no longer being held just because they want to obviously have all the right answers. Can you give us an update from your perspective, the New South Wales Trainers Association CEO, of what's happening at Rose Hill? Well, there's no doubt that uh, at all the meetings I attended uh, with the trainers, it was certainly... um voice that uh, we were totally against uh, the proposal sale of Rose Hill Gardens without without a viable option. I think that's what it comes down to. And look, Peter McGoran, I really think he's a genuinely good person, the, the, the chairman of the Australian Surf Club, but what's happened with the proposal of Rose Hill, that things were announced, things were uh, progressed without real, without real, uh, real substance behind. 90 questions asked no answers. Uh, that's what it come down to. Um, I think the trainers and the members are all reasonable people. Um, you, you, you've got to treat them as um, as they are. And, and they're a lot of smart people. And we're asking questions and Peter and the team just didn't have the answers. So what they've done is now uh, they've put on the back burner. Um, some say it's dead. Uh, it's certainly... Um, they're certainly getting the family's permission to sign the uh, to not revise, but what they've done is they've, they've they'll go back, they'll see if they can cross all the T's and dot all the I's, and then if they can come back in six months' time and say, look, we 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 went off early. This is what our proposal should have looked like when we come and spoke to you originally. Uh, it shouldn't have been done in the media to start with, and this is how bang. And there's got to be a plan that. Rose Hill won't change until we have this A, B, C, D, E and F that you can see. You know, you're asking trains to up their businesses that they've built on worth millions and millions of dollars without any substance, but just on a whim. So that was never, ever going to work. We want to see the detail as to why uh, Horsley Park has been declared a no-go for 20 years, but apparently now it's the go time. We want to know where the land is that you're going to build this new track. We want to see the actual, you know, environmental plan, the detailed plan from architects, the government, where the money will arrive, what's going to happen. So there was just a lack of detail. Um, I was against the sale. I think that was quite right. But there's so many other options than just selling the whole precinct. I just think a lot of people were terrified. You look at Cronulla Rugby League Club. They had, in, in Sydney, for those people that don't, they had a lot of land. Um, they sold that to developers and all that. Cronulla are now broke. They've got their ground. All the development's done it, and Cronulla are broke. Harold Park was sold for the trots. Uh, they went to um, Menangle. They're going no good. Uh, they've got a very 
limited audience base. It might be great for the participants, but their audience and customer base don't like it. We see so many developments happen where uh, it happened at, at Cogra itself. The members thought it was going to be a great idea. They sold the club, disappears. So I just think there was a real lack of detail, Dave, and the members and the trainers and the participants saw straight through it. It's now up to Peter and his board to go back, get the details that we should have had originally, and then see if there's any warrant in progressing the, the talk of Rose Hill further. Okay, all right. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and watch this space. Mate, before I let you go, what else has stirred you up when it come to the weekend? Surely something did uh, did stir you up. Surely. No, no. Nothing stirred me up. Dave, the only thing that I... You know what? For a person who likes to see the uh, smile now more than I probably did, and you, you, you go through awful times in your life with different uh, things. And um, My brother's seeing that little girl on stage. He's got brain cancer on Friday night with Taylor Swift. You know that... I, I went there on Saturday night and there was 82,000 at the concert, but there was 15,000 outside. And all I saw was happiness, was smiles. And I just thought to myself, you know what? If we could just embrace that, not just his race and everyone. Like, I know there's some naysayers against Taylor Swift. Like, for God, I don't know how they do. But I just wish, you know, then there's a bar at Sutherland, 80 people, and a security guard's been killed. I just think we just got to get more happiness back in our lives, Dave. More happiness. All right, that's the that's the maybe that's the uh, the title of the column this afternoon. More happiness, mate. Look forward to seeing it drop on racenet.com.au, and we'll hear your thoughts uh, on Celestia Legend and Militarise and the Guineas. What else? Any other teasers for the column? Um, uh, Any goss? I- I talk about the two-year-olds, the, the girls in Melbourne, the boys in the Sydney. Um, I talk about great rides. I talk about the great champ in Very Elegant. Um, there's a few different things on there, but uh, will there be any startling? We'll have to wait and see. Okay. I like it. Have a great day, Richie. Sir, David. Have a great day, everybody. Keep smiling.